0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Worst of the Batch brought to you by Best of the Batch. My name is Johnny Green, I'll be your host as we discuss your weirdest, wildest and occasionally worst party stories. Uh, Joining us today is my very near and dear friend K-Town. K-Town has asked to remain anonymous like many of our guests to preserve uh, both his dignity and possibly the dignity of some of the characters that we will be discussing today. But K-Town, welcome to the show
1: thank you johnny pleasure to be here under a cloak of uh, anonymity
0: yeah that's we're all about preserving anonymity for all of our guests uh, and we gave you, obviously, a non diplome that no one will be able to, to decipher um, if, they, if they know me. So uh, again, thanks for being here. Let's talk about, let's set the, let's set the scene. Let's set the stage for, for this party that you went to. Tell me about some of the specifics of the bachelor or bachelorette party. And then we'll get into where things went extremely right or extremely wrong.
1: Yeah, sure, so it was one of my best friends, one of the first best friends to have a big bachelor party. We were all 20s and we decided to go down to Miami. Uh, None of us had ever been before. It had been described as Vegas, minus the gambling, but more sex and drugs in the air, which was enticing. Uh, There was about 15 guys who were pretty close who made the trip down and uh, stayed in South Beach, which is where you wanna be. And I just really got after it starting on Thursday night all the way throughout the weekend, hitting everything from the clubs to footsies, the infamous strip club to the steak houses to the beach. Uh, So just a a great solid group and a a great weekend.
0: You guys, you guys, I mean, did it right. You packed it in there. One of your very first like full blown bachelor parties, 15, 15 dudes is nothing to turn your nose up at. And you did the long weekend Thursday to Sunday, you said?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we had to get get as much in as we could, um, and we, you know, we'd gone on trips together. We just hadn't, you know, officially had it uh, blessed as a bachelor party, so this was one of the first big ones.
0: Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, look, sounds like you were absolutely setting yourselves up for. Well, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm going to go so far as to say success, but setting yourselves up for a legendary kind of weekend. So, tell me, K Town, where did things? go extremely right or extremely wrong
1: yeah sure so the last night there we headed out to one of the big clubs Uh, the whole group of us uh, we happened to run into a bachelorette party out there perfect you know every guy can match up with every girl Uh, towards the end of the night one in the morning uh, we invite the girls back to the suite that we were staying at at the hotel on the beach a bunch of us get back there have a couple more drinks and then a handful of us decides to go skinny dipping because why not you're yeah. in miami you're on va- it's a bachelor party uh, the beach is right there you can see it anyways so uh some of the girls and some of the guys uh because you know you want you want some even numbers there head I down mean, I, I, the I,
0: hey you know what it's 2021 you know I mean i'm glad I'm glad in this particular case it has some even numbers but I've definitely been uh in some skinny dipping situations where the the odds were not in my favor if I was on the hunger games it would have gone extremely wrong but I'm glad to hear you were oh absolutely
1: to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I've, you know, in some more uh, embarrassing moments have been a skinny dipping party of one, not realizing that no one else can join in on the fun. So just having other people there, honestly, was a huge upgrade for me.
0: (laughs) K-Town, skinny dipping party of one. You know what? Uh, To be a fly on that wall. But in this particular case, you had set yourself up you had, a, you had a fairly even split, so that sounds good. This feels like, you, it feels like this went very right, and I'm trying to figure out if this is going to go very right or very wrong.
1: I, I mean, it was going perfect. Got down to the beach, everyone threw the clothes off, into the water we went, as you know, pure young adults just trying to have a good time. Uh, And that's that's where things took a turn. So, you know, we do our skinny dipping. uh, We come back up to the beach where all our clothes were supposed to be. And there is not a piece of clothing in sight. Everything is gone and there is no one around. And we have no idea where it is. The girls are understandably furious. The guys are just a little more confused. Uh, You know, no one set this up. Like, if we had set it up, my underwear wouldn't be gone, too. Um, So after coming to the realization and running around in the dark for a little while, realizing the clothes aren't here, we've got to do something. So we're staying at the hotel right there. Obviously, you know, we want to just go back in, but we're naked. All of us are naked. So we start scrambling. Uh, You know, we go to the pool right there. We're looking for pool towels. We're looking for cushions on the on the on the chairs we're looking for menus from the restaurant (laughs) somebody takes one of the umbrellas off and tries to see if that'll work i'm sure you you would settle
0: you would have settled for a pool noodle at this point i mean just something yeah
1: well depending on the size absolutely (laughs) just something just something to cover up with um, because it's dark outside, but it is bright as can be inside the hotel and the hotel is connected to one of the bigger clubs in Miami. So there's no, you know, secretly really walking your way in. So <laughs> that's what we did. We scrapped for beach towels and, uh, literally I had a, a restaurant menu on wow. my most important parts. Um, your brain, a little. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Distract them from the face so they can't identify me by showing them the rest <laughs> of the body as I walk nude through the lobby of the Fountain Blue. Um, so, yeah, a group of us, six of us, I think, just covered in knickknacks and whatever we could find wow. slowly make our way towards the door and then, you know, not running, but I guess walking as quickly as we can hide everything, past Live, the big club that's attached to the the hotel and to the elevator banks, uh, press the button up, hoping to God no one will show up. And of course, you know, a couple walks over to take the elevator and it's just six of us naked standing there and the couple standing next to us. And I just remember the guy looking at me and being like, rough night, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, it took a turn there, and then the <laughs> the elevator doors opened up, and uh, I put my hand out for them to go in, and he said, "I will take the next one." That, and it was fair yeah, enough.
0: Yeah, I think smart move, smart move. Yeah. On that so man. the
1: six of us got in, went back up to the uh, went back up to the suite, explained what had happened, collected some. Uh, robes for the ladies to, you know, uh, put themselves in, so they could get home to, oh, to their, uh, their hotel. I know, real, real gentleman stuff, and uh, and that and that was it for that night. The uh, I think the prologue to the story is that my wallet and my phone had been in in the jeans that I've worn Oof. down there. Yeah. So the next day, uh, I didn't have anything on me going to the airport. All the friends took together a collection. I had about. 80 bucks on me and my bag from the day before and some swim trunks and a tank top and flip flops. And, uh, you know, was able to negotiate my way through security and onto the plane and back to my hometown, uh, you know, with uh, some shred of dignity there, as opposed to having to just survive it out in South Beach with no identification and 80 bucks to my name.
0: You're like well i guess i live here now this is i guess i just i belong to south beach i can't go yeah to, and to well, me- I, t-
1: I, I told all the friends you know if they didn't hear from me just start sending money to Kent, uh, you know k-town at uh at tootsies <laughs> i'd be hanging out you know in the strip club and seeing if i could work my way back to civilization
0: you know if i think if movies from the 80s and 90s have taught me anything wacky uh you know like cross-country movies is that you can definitely earn your way across the country, doing odd jobs for different restaurants, meeting wacky, colorful characters, and in the end, you know, like learn a valuable lesson about yourself. So I honestly think that's kind of a missed opportunity, but I also think that the craziest part of this story is that you were, this was, wait, what year did you say this was? Uh, this is like
1: 2012, 2013, maybe. 2012,
0: 2013, you were able to board your plane with nothing with no identification with no like you like you did obviously you didn't have the the your phone to even show your your e-ticket i mean you got on a plane and in 2012 2013 you just like show up at the airport like yep it's, it's just me can i get can i go now and they were like well yeah
1: And I, I, you know, I obviously, I uh, I didn't have anything, like I said, no identification on me. My bag was one I had borrowed from my father, so it had his name on it. So even the luggage didn't check out. (laughs) And I went up to the flight, you know, to the desk to check in, kind of being like, I don't know. Does this work? Can I tell you my name? And they were like, hey, listen, you can get through security. You can get on the plane. That's fine with us and security you know Miami they're kind of strict they pulled me aside and they just said that we're going to run a background check on you Mm -hmm. uh the guy there was a little bit a little bit discriminatory he's like well you don't look like you're going to be trouble I was like all right I don't know what that means but (laughs) okay thank you this case I'll take it uh (laughs) and they checked my bag let me walk through walk me to the front of the line ran the security check and, and then you know i i got my flight that day and lost a little bit of respect honestly for the security i don't know what they're doing over there they're <laughs> letting TSA. some idiot yeah a fair punishment for losing all of your shit in miami and not having any backup plans would be to have to spend a couple of days there extra days there but uh you know it's so a little you know tip out there pro tip you don't need identification to get onto a plane you just need a little bit of confidence <laughs> and a certain look to you and uh and the right airport staff, and, <laughs> and they'll throw you on there.
0: I think that is a really great takeaway from today's episode. Not only throw you, but as part of your story, you sort of mentioned, like, yeah, they walked me to the front of the line. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, the, the, I think it, it worked out even better for you uh, if we don't get bogged down in the details of you losing your money and wallet. All and of my earthly possessions, yeah, and yeah, phone and all that. And, yeah, the and important possessions. So, yeah. Um, well, that's perfect. Well, K-Town, thank you again so much for coming on here, sharing your uh, your weird, wild, and occasionally worst party story with us. Uh, come check us out again. This is Johnny Green with Best of the Batch. Check us out for everything you need to make your next bachelor, bachelorette party unforgettable. Thanks again, K-Town.
1: Pleasure, Johnny.